Welcome to Long-Term Care Radio on Seattle's Cairo Radio. Long-Term Care Radio is brought to you in part by 525 Advisors, your local long-term care experts. Brian Ott is a certified long-term care planning specialist and will show you how to protect the people you love from the financial, physical, and emotional consequences of a long-term care situation. Because of new state and federal laws, there are new and exciting options you need to know about. Now, here's your host, Brian Ott. Well, welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio. My name is Brian Ott, host of uh, the Long-Term Care Radio podcast. And just want to give a shout out and say thank you for tuning in this Easter weekend. Um, can you believe it? We are into April already. And, you know, April's famous for a lot of things. We have uh, Easter in April. We have, you know, the turning of spring. We're kind of coming out of winter into spring. I was just actually out in Colorado last week. Um, got to ski for a few days. It's always my favorite time of the year to ski is uh, spring. The days are a little bit longer. And generally, the Rockies get the most snow uh, in those first um, few weeks of March. Well, really, the whole month of March is generally a pretty good month in the Rockies for snowfall. So that's really nice. And let's see, what else is April famous for? Well, tax day. And I think that might be extended this year. I'm really not sure. I filed my taxes uh, back in January once I got all my, my information, first week of February. But talking about money for a second here, I heard a really interesting ad the other day on one of the radio shows. It was just right on after mine. And it, it got me thinking. And I want to ask you a question. Are you wealthy? And the reason why I'm asking you that is I heard Rick Edelman, who has a syndicated show, he's been on the air for years, um, financial advisor, and he was talking about the need for long-term care insurance planning. And basically what Rick said is like, look, in a nutshell, if you're poor, you don't need to worry about it. You're going to end up on Medicaid. If you're wealthy, you don't need to worry about long-term care insurance because you've got enough money to pay for care. So the only people that really need to worry about long-term care insurance are the people in the middle, the people, you know, the middle-class people right there, the somebody that could get wiped out. Now, he was commenting on this, and it just really struck a nerve with me because this is the wives' tale that has been spoken over and over and over again for decades. If you have enough money, you don't need to worry about long-term care. But let's think about this for a second. Let's start with what he's talking about. If you are poor, do you need long-term care insurance? You really don't. Um, you're, 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 you don't have the money to pay for the premiums. That's not a good use of your money. You don't have any assets to protect. So what's going to happen is you're going to de- end up dependent on your family until they can't do it anymore, and then you're going to end up on Medicaid, which is the government safety net program. You basically spend through all your assets. You end up on Medicaid. Most people don't want that route, but that's where most people go. I mean, half of Americans have no meaningful savings at all when they go into retirement. So again, nothing to protect. You can't really afford the the premium. So yeah, that makes sense. Don't worry about long-term care insurance. How about the middle class, though? Rick says yes. And that makes sense as well, too, because if you've worked hard and you've saved some money and you can make it through retirement, this is where the financial advisors sit down and they plug in average rates of return and they get your budget and they have you do all these things and then they put it into their fancy little software and they come up and they say, well, you've got a 96% chance of making it to age 94. And you're like, oh, okay, well, that's pretty good. And that's what they're always doing based on budget, based on returns, and there it's, you know, you're probably going to be okay. But for somebody in that situation, an extended healthcare situation could just blow up that whole model. So yes, those people really need to get long-term care insurance. But again, then they got to figure out how do I budget for that. Now, I agree with that. So I agree with Rick, the middle class really need to look into long-term care planning. Here's where I disagree. Let's talk about the wealthy. Now, Rick says no. The wealthy don't need to worry about long-term care insurance because they have enough money. They can pay for the care right? That's simple. But he doesn't explain what wealthy is. Is that a million? Is it 2 million? Is it 3 million? Is it 5 million? What defines wealthy? I've seen different advisors. I'm not picking on Rick. He's got his own opinions, but there's lots. I've seen Wall Street Journal articles. I've seen Fortune Magazine articles. If you have $2 million, you don't need to worry about long-term care insurance. If you have 1.6 million, you don't need to worry about it. If you have 700,000 in cash, you don't need to worry about whatever it is. You know, the average cost is, is, you know, 126,000. The average cost is 412,000. I mean, the numbers are just all over the place. So just be aware of that. 
But my point is, what is wealthy? He says the wealthy don't need to worry about it because they have enough money to pay for that care. And I'm thinking, huh, now is that really true? My question right off of the bat is, where is your wealth? Is it comprised of cash in a, in a shoebox in in, under the bed? Is it buried in a coffee can in the backyard? I mean, can you just readily go out there and get that cash and, and, and pay whoever you want for your long-term care? Or is it more complex? I'm willing to bet that it is more complex. Maybe you have real estate investments. Maybe you have stock investments. Maybe you have business ownership. Maybe you have a second home or a family home that has value to it. Maybe you have some old collector cars. Whatever it is, your wealth is probably very diversified into different types of assets. So regardless of what Rick says, you don't need to worry about long-term care insurance because you have enough money to pay for it. And I strongly disagree with this. In fact, let's just switch gears for just a second here and use that same thought process on other insurance. What about your home? If your home is paid for, do you need insurance? Eh, Poor people need insurance because if the house burns down, they're not going to have any money to rebuild that house. And so they probably need to figure out a way to insure that home. So you bet that makes sense. How about the middle class? Well, again, if your house burns down, that's pretty catastrophic. It could pretty much wipe out your savings if you have to burn it down. So you need that homeowner's insurance. Now, what about the wealthy? Do they need homeowner's insurance? Of course not. You know, you have enough money to rebuild your house, right? So... So for those of you that have enough money to self-insure because you're wealthy, let me just tell you, you have enough money to self-insure your house. If your house burns down, you need $600,000, you just go pull it out of your brokerage account and you get your house rebuilt. That's, That's easy enough, right? Wealth is wealth. You have the money. How about a car? Do the poor need car insurance? Probably not, and, and, and you're going to be surprised at this, but I'm saying to think about it. Is, is your car worth less than the insurance premiums? I mean, I pay $300 a month to insure my 17-year-old son right now. The car that he drives is worth $2,500. We have to have insurance, right? It's a state law. But if we didn't have to have it, you got to do the math. You don't have anything if you're poor to get sued. No one's going to come after you. And a lot of people drive around without car insurance, which is why we all have uninsured driver premiums on our insurance policies because we're trying to protect ourselves from somebody running into us like that. Now, the middle class, yeah, they probably need car insurance. Absolutely. That makes sense. You know, your cars are expensive. They're expensive to fix. What about the wealthy? Of course not. They do not need insurance. They have money, right? If you have money, that's the answer to everything. And in a lot of states, you can self-insure. So in the state of Washington, you can put $60,000 in a CD and you can self-insure. A lot of people don't know that, but that's all it takes. Go put $60,000 in a bank and a CD. Let the state know. Trust that, that that's set aside to self-insure your car. You can do that. How about life insurance? The poor can't afford the premiums. They probably don't need life insurance. Middle class, eh, they might need it to replace income for a working spouse in case they die early. What about the wealthy? Eh, They don't need it. They've got money. They don't need anything else. They have wealth. But the problem is, the facts are, The overwhelming majority of permanent insurance, billions of dollars in this country are held by the wealthiest people in this country. Why? Because there's other advantages. So why do we use these other insurances? Why do wealthy people have car insurance and homeowners insurance and life insurance? Because number one, it lowers the cost of the unwanted event. We're trading pennies today for dollars in the future. I mean, it's efficiency. I don't buy toilet paper at Costco because I can't afford it at 7-Eleven. I buy it at Costco because it's a value proposition. It makes more sense for me. I work hard for my money. I'm not going to waste my money. And that's the same reason why most people have insurance. They're not looking at it saying, well, we have enough in our Amazon stock portfolio to rebuild our house if it burns down, so I'm going to skip the homeowner's insurance. The other thing is insurance provides us tax breaks. Remember, money from homeowner's insurance is not taxable. But if you have to go sell a stock portfolio, you have to sell that Amazon stock to rebuild your house or to fix your car. Guess what? That's a taxable event. When we convert those assets to income, that's a taxable event. And also, it provides us additional resources in a time of need. What happens when you wreck that car? What happens when your house burns down? Do they just drop you off a sack of money? No. My cars, they help me get my cars fixed. When our house burned down when I was 10, they showed up and they took care of rebuilding that house and let us go on with our lives. 
So there's other benefits and features, and long-term care is the same way. There is no difference with long-term care planning. It just simply boils down to a lack of understanding on the consequences of an extended health care situation. Money may pay for the cost of care, but it does not solve the problem by itself. And my take on it, quite frankly, nobody needs long-term care insurance. Nobody needs it. You are not going to die in the street in this country even if you blow through all of your assets. That's what Medicaid is for. It's going to keep you from dying on the park bench. But you probably want long-term care insurance. If you understand how it works, how it benefits you and your family and what it is um, and and, and what it does, you're going to want this long-term care insurance. And that's what we're going to spend some time on today talking about during our show. Um, let's get, uh, I'm actually going to head into my first break here real quick and stick around. When we come back, we've got a great, um, we're going to talk about why you want long-term care insurance. I got a great client of the week. And also before we go today, I'm going to spend a little bit of time in our last segment talking about how you can put a plan in place to get out of that Washington state tax that is coming at the first of the year. So stick around. We'll be right back. Many people with near or over a million dollars in assets will mistakenly pay more in taxes in a long-term care situation than it would have cost them to set up an insurance plan to pay for the care needed. Learn more by attending Brian's free asset-based class. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. Have you heard? Beginning next year, all W-2 employees will be taxed for long-term care, but not if you have an existing plan in place. The new government program will make Washington State employees pay for a long-term care plan through a new payroll tax. You won't have a choice, and you won't be able to opt out unless you have an existing plan in place, like my wife and I do through 525 Advisors. Learn about this new payroll tax and new long-term care plans by attending a free live webinar Wednesday, April 14th. I'll be joining right after my show, and if you can't attend, there's also another one Saturday, April 17th at 9 a.m. Long-term care is such an important part of your retirement planning. A good long-term care plan from 525 Advisors can make sure your care is funded and managed when you need it, protecting your loved ones and everything you've worked so hard for. They also have plans that pay you back if you never need it. So join me at 3 p.m. Wednesday, April 14th. For a free live webinar. There's also another one Saturday, April 17th. Register now at 525longtermcare.com. Take the burden off your loved ones by making sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Visit 525longtermcare.com to learn more and sign up for the next live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Hey, it's Story Monson with Zach Abraham, Chief Investment Officer at Bulwark Capital. And Zach, recently one of the largest investment banks in the country, finally published research showing why a 60-40 stock bond portfolio is outdated. This is something you've been talking about on Know Your Risk Radio for years. Now they're jumping on the bandwagon. Dory, it certainly feels that way. This research shows exactly what we've been telling people for years now. Using bonds as the safe portion of your portfolio is a serious gamble, and now is not the time to be gambling your retirement. With Bulwark's bond replacement strategy, we'll show you how to protect your portfolio against loss, but still grow your assets. We teach you exactly how to do it in our free booklet, Common Sense Investing. Call Zach right now to get your free copy of Common Sense Investing. Call 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client service agreement where the firm is licensed to conduct business. Bulwark Capital is a DBA of Clear Creek Financial Management, a registered investment advisor. Are you confused about the best way to protect your family and savings? Get answers now by listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long-term care planning specialist with 525 Advisors. And welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio, and thanks again for tuning in. So, you know, I got a little fired up when I heard that radio ad from from Rick Edelman talking about how wealthy don't need long-term care insurance. And I will just tell you that the vast majority of my clients, um, hundreds of clients that we've helped over the last decade, thousands at this point, literally the vast majority of them probably could self-insure. And that is the biggest misnomer. We do not get long-term care insurance because we don't have enough money to pay for care. Some people do. The middle class certainly need to look at it from that angle. But for the rest of the people out there, you're looking at the point and you're saying, gosh, I've got $10 million. I don't care what the number is, $5 million, $10 million, $2 million. Technically, on paper, you have enough money to pay for a long-term care event. 
The idea of why you want long-term care insurance is because just like all other insurances, there's other benefits and other advantages that a long-term care plan provides that you cannot get from just having money or having investments. And the first thing that I really want to talk about today is why you want long-term care insurance. Well, number one, it protects your assets. You work hard for this money. You've got most people do not just have their money sitting under the mattress. Most people have more complex um, diversified portfolios. We have real estate, we have stocks, we have maybe investments in businesses, whatever it is. A lot of those assets are not readily um, available. We can't liquidate them today for top dollar. For instance, if you need your money out of your real estate, well, in this market, you could sell pretty quick, but sometimes you can't. Or if you have a business that you're trying to sell, for instance. So the idea of long-term care insurance is it protects your assets. Um, we don't like to waste our money, and that's the same idea with insurance. If I have a million dollars and I can pay for my long-term care insurance, well, you know what? I'd rather pay that discounted rate, and that's what insurance does. The same reason why we have homeowner's insurance. That $500,000 we get to rebuild our home maybe only cost us yeah, you know, maybe a, a, a 10000 or $20,000, depending on how long we paid our premiums, right? We're trading pennies for dollars. That's the same thing that long-term care insurance does. And the other advantage is the long-term care insurance comes back to you tax-free. Remember that. That income coming in to pay for that care is tax-free. It's like a tax-free coupon. Hey, I get this money. I can use it. I don't have to claim it as income. If I'm converting assets to income, I always have to pay taxes. That's a taxable event. And I will tell you, for the people out there that have money, there is not a less expensive way to pay for long-term care than a long-term care insurance plan. And I don't care how good your investments are. I don't care if you you, you bought Amazon stock at $9. Long-term care insurance is going to be a less expensive way for you to leverage up because of the tax benefits. And especially with these new plans today, we are going to get paid back on these new asset-based plans whether we use the money or not. So we're just repositioning part of our portfolio, but we're getting all these benefits like lifetime benefits and things like that. So the number one reason why you want long-term care insurance it's because it's going to protect those assets that you worked hard for, and it's going to be the most efficient way for you to pay for a care event. Number two, stay in control of your care options. People forget about this. If you have a long-term care insurance plan, it gives you a lot more resources. Um, what happens when you run out of resources, when you run out of money? you lose your options. Medicaid dictates where you go. So for the middle class, that's one of the scariest things out there. I run out of my assets. I run out of my resources. I'm a ward of the state. The government's going to take my income, and they're going to dictate where I receive my care. And I can almost guarantee it's not going to be where you want to receive your care. Insurance allows you those resources to continue to pay for the level of care in the location that you want. I mean, think about if you, you've got to go check into a hotel and you've got to live in a hotel. Well, you could go take the, the president's suite at the top floor of a Ritz-Carlton in Hawaii, and you could stay there for as long as you want, as long as you have the resources. The problem is most people don't have those resources, and that's exactly the way long-term care situations play out. And for even the wealthy people, they don't want to spend that money because they're watching everything they worked hard for just get whittled down. Again, they're paying you know, it's like shopping at the 7-Eleven. You're paying four or five times more than that care would have cost you if you were paying for it through a long-term care insurance plan. So stay in control of those options. And also remember, many facilities out there, they give preference to people with long-term care insurance. And why? Because they know that if you come in with a long-term care insurance plan and you say, yes, I've got a lifetime benefit that's going to give me $6,000 a month, they know that there's a constant stream of income there. Wealthy people, you walk in and you say, I've got $6 million, and they're, great, how are we going to get paid? Well, I have $6 million. Great, how am I going to get paid? If you have a cognitive impairment and you're not handling your finances, how do I get paid? How many hoops are we going to have to jump through with your power of attorney every single month to get that check? And this is a real problem with care facilities. And so that's why a lot of facilities, when you go in, you just don't move in and say, I'm going to pick this one. They're going to interview you. And they're going to get a little gold star if you have long-term care insurance because they know that's a reliable source of income to pay for the care that you're going to need in the future. So it gives you more options that way. And also, having additional tax-free resources allows you the freedom to shop for the best level of care. 
again, if you're converting those assets to income every month, you're going to start really having to say, gosh, I I think I'm going to pinch pennies because for every $10,000 that I convert, I've got to pay $3,000 in taxes. People don't like that. People don't do that. The wealthy people struggle with paying for long-term care because it's an ongoing situation and there's no finite number for a lot of people. They don't know if they're going to be a year in this situation or they're going to be eight or nine or 10 years. So that is always a big, big problem. And finally, the reason why you want long-term care insurance versus just cash in the bank or money or investments for the wealthy people is it protects your family members from the consequences of an extended healthcare situation. It protects them from the, the, the complexity of having to do that ongoing decision-making. It protects them from the physical wear and tear of trying to step in and help mom and dad. It protects them from the emotional stress of trying to be responsible for somebody 24-7 on an ongoing basis, especially in cognitive situations. And financially, for those middle-class people or the people that they don't understand when their kids are giving up their life, there's also a financial consequence for that, right? The people are giving up work, they're giving up vacation days to take care of mom and dad. All of those consequences are passed on to your family members. And so the idea of having a long-term care plan, for me, is the same as when your house burns down. There's a lot of complex decisions that have to be made. What do I do with the old structure? How do I get the permits to build a new one? Do I have to redo my septic system? Where do I find somebody to come out and test the water for me? Is the water still good? On and on you go. You go down all these things. Then you've got to get the contractor, make sure you're not getting overcharged, got to get the subcontractors. All those things have to be managed. And that is where the insurance companies come in and they provide those team of professionals to do that. Long-term care insurance is the same thing. We have plans today that have these concierge level care that provides you and your family with a dedicated person that is a resource for you to help get care, to help find people to to oversee, to, to manage the case managers and the care coordination to do all of those things. So there's a tremendous value in actually having insurance, which is why so many people out there have insurance. And this is getting back to the point of what Rick was saying. Wealthy people don't need to worry about it. And I just, again, it's just, it's, it's a, it's misinformation. Money does not manage your long-term care claim. Money does not manage your family. Money does not manage your finances. Money does not come back to you tax-free out of your investments to pay for long-term care. You've got a whole bunch of problems. You have money that, yes, pays for care, but how do you manage that complex situation? How do you, who do you turn to? Again, I say if you are a contractor who builds 20, 30, 40 homes a year and you have all these team of professionals, your house burns down, maybe you can get by with just a sack full of cash. But most of us aren't contractors, and long-term care is the same way. Most of our family members are not experienced at getting care coordination and finding the right place and making sure that this facility can handle a cognitive impairment or this facility can handle someone that had a massive stroke or these healthcare workers we're bringing into our home are vetted in in the right people to provide the care that we need. And those are some of the additional resources. You get those people that understand that when you have the right long-term care plan. So um, stick around. We're going to head into our next break. I have got a client of the week that you got to hear, and this is exactly what I'm talking about, a wealthy client that could self-insure, that doesn't need to worry about it, and I'm going to show you what we did. We'll be right back. Due to recent changes in the Pension Protection Act, new asset-based plans guarantee a tax-free benefit for long-term care and pay you back with interest if you never use it. Learn more and sign up for one of Brian's free classes at 525longtermcare.com. Have you heard? Beginning next year, all W-2 employees will be taxed for long-term care, but not if you have an existing plan in place. The new government program will make Washington State employees pay for a long-term care plan through a new payroll tax. You won't have a choice, and you won't be able to opt out unless you have an existing plan in place, like my wife and I do through 525 Advisors. Learn about this new payroll tax and new long-term care plans by attending a free live webinar Wednesday, April 14th. I'll be joined 
joining right after my show. And if you can't attend, there's also another one Saturday, April 17th at 9 a.m. Long-term care is such an important part of your retirement planning. A good long-term care plan from 525 Advisors can make sure your care is funded and managed when you need it, protecting your loved ones and everything you've worked so hard for. They also have plans that pay you back if you never need it. So join me at 3 p.m. Wednesday, April 14th for a free live webinar. There's also another one Saturday, April 17th. Register now at 525longtermcare.com. Take the burden off your loved ones by making sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Visit 525longtermcare.com to learn more and sign up for the next live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Hey, it's Story Monson with Zach Abraham, Chief Investment Officer at Bulwark Capital. And Zach, recently one of the largest investment banks in the country, finally published research showing why a 60-40 stock bond portfolio is outdated. This is something you've been talking about on Know Your Risk Radio for years. Now they're jumping on the bandwagon. Dory, it certainly feels that way. This research shows exactly what we've been telling people for years now. Using bonds as the safe portion of your portfolio is a serious gamble. And now is not the time to be gambling your retirement. With Bulwark's bond replacement strategy, we'll show you how to protect your portfolio against loss, but still grow your assets. We teach you exactly how to do it in our free booklet, Common Sense Investing. Call Zach right now to get your free copy of Common Sense Investing. Call 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client service agreement where the firm is licensed to conduct business. Bulwark Capital is a DBA of Clear Creek Financial Management, a registered investment advisor. This is Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Listen and learn information from a certified long-term care planning specialist. You can email your questions to radio at 525advisors.com. And welcome back, and thanks again for tuning in. So, you know, we rolled into April. Uh, This is the first weekend, Easter weekend of April, and I do have a couple of classes up on the calendar right now. So um, you can go to our website at 525 longtermcare.com again 525 longtermcare.com and just right at the top if you click attend an event um, there's a little box up there in red just click on that and that will bring you to the page where you can register for one of our webinar classes our first class this month is going to be on Wednesday the 14th at 3 p.m. so again Wednesday the 14th at 3 p.m. And our second class is going to be Saturday the 17th, so that following Saturday at 9 a.m. in the morning. Um, We've gotten a lot of feedback. We're going to continue to try to do at least one class on a Saturday morning, and then we're going to do one during the week. The classes are the same, so if you can't make one, sign up for the other one. That's not a problem. And if something does come up, for instance, we've got um, some new software. Madeline can always get you that class emailed back out. So if you start the class and you can't get to it, just let her know, and she will send you the recording of that class because each class is recorded, and then we can shoot that out. And, again, the reason why you want to go to one of these classes, gosh, it's just a way to get your toe wet, get into the – um, you know, into the conversation, so to speak. What is long-term care? What does it pay for? Where does it pay for care? What does the government actually pay for? What is Medicare and Medicaid and the VA's responsibility for long-term care? What are your options, traditional plans, asset-based plans? What are the different ways you can fund one of these plans? Single pay, continuous pay, uh, limited pay options. And we're going to wrap all that up and just kind of discuss that and give you a good 10,000-foot view of long-term care, what some of the consequences are, how you mitigate those consequences, some of the options that are available for you, and then we're going to answer your questions. And it's just a great way. You can type your questions in, and then we'll kind of walk you through the process of what you need to know before you start looking into long-term care planning. And, folks, I will just tell you – for those of you that are new, you may not have heard this. For those of you that listen on a regular basis, you know. I got into this business because I was trying to help my mom put a plan in place years ago, and I just got so frustrated just running into salespeople and advisors who didn't really know. They just were, they'll give you a quote, but they never ask you any meaningful information. We don't work that way. We're not going to send you out a quote. We're going to talk to you. We're going to find out because I can't quote you a plan until I know about your situation. Do you have $10 million you need to protect? 
or do you have $200,000 in your IRA that you need to protect? Do you need a state partnership program, or do you need an asset-based plan that's going to pay your estate back? We're going to go over that, and we're going to sit down with you and design a plan, and we're also going to design the best way to fund that plan. And what I mean by that is if you've got all your money in an IRA, we have examples where we can use some of that money efficiently to fund a plan. Or if you're a business owner, I'm going to set up a plan that you can pay into over time and get some tax deductions because long-term care insurance gives us that option. So there's a lot to it. So just don't, you know, you can jump on the internet and type in long-term care quotes and there's going to be hundreds of places that pop up and they'll spit you out these meaningless quotes. We're not going to do that. We're going to actually design a custom plan for you. And if you get to our website, you can't make it to a class. You can read through our resource tabs. You can read our reviews. We'll take the time to work with you and design a plan that's right for your situation and for your family. And this week, I've got a client of the week, and this is exactly what we did for Lee, who is 70, and Lou Ann, who is 72. Now, I'm going to tell you on this. The, uh, Lee and Luann were just, they're, they're retired, happily retired, looking forward to enjoying their years ahead with their family and friends. But recently, they watched a dear friend enter into an extended healthcare situation suddenly from a severe stroke. Now, this just really rattled them. I mean, it really did. And, and if you've listened to these client of the weeks, almost every single client of the week has some firsthand connection to an extended healthcare event. They either watched their parent go through it, they watched their spouse go through it, they provided care for somebody, or they watched a good friend go through it. And so Lee and Luann are no different. The difference here is that they were always told that they didn't need to worry about long-term care. Um, they've got you know wealth. They, they had plenty of money to pay for care is what their financial advisor told them and their CPA. It's just a money thing. If you have enough money, guess what? You're okay. Well, watching their friend have this stroke and watching what it did to their family and watching the com- complexity of a long-term care situation, Luann just said, gosh, I don't want that on my family. I do not want my kids to have to try to figure this out. Because what happens is you've got all this money, but that's the last thing you're thinking about. Your spouse has just had a massive stroke. You're trying to figure out how to get the care they need. Where do you get the care? Are these people the right people to provide this care? How long before I can bring them home? If I do bring them home, how am I going to take care of them? All this is just going on. It's just all background noise. And oh, by the way, you got to figure out how to pay for that. Well, do I use my, my IRA money? Do I use my cash savings account? On and on and on it goes. But the thing is that decision making never stops. People that enter into a long-term care situation, for most people, it's a one-way street. It just becomes more and more intense as they age in that situation. So that's what really was the the, the defining moment for, for both Lee and for Luann. And Lee was just looking at this saying, gosh, you know, I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to wipe out a good chunk of everything I've worked hard for. Yes, we have money. We're not going to go broke. We're not going to end up on Medicaid. But at the same sense, I don't want to spend my money on that because that's not the most efficient way to do it. He was very realistic about it. And in fact, the way they found out about some of these new programs is they stumbled onto one of our podcasts. One of their friends, which is a mutual client, um, a client of mine, which is a friend of theirs, actually told them about us, and they started listening to some podcasts, and then they started tuning into the radio. They came to a class, and Lee just said, I had no idea some of these plans are available because here I am in a situation where I'm going to self-insure. Why wouldn't I just take that money and put it into a plan and get all the benefits of long-term care insurance because I'm going to get that money back either way. And that was the you know the defining moment for him when he found out these plans existed. So again, their biggest concern for, for Luann was, was the managing of the care. She wanted that concierge care level of service that I talk about all the time. You know, call the 800, 800 number, have somebody assigned to you and your family, and have that person be able to guide you and your family through the process, right? that's This is the travel guide. You show up at the airport, somebody there with a sign that has your name on it. They say, come with me. I know the best places to eat. I know the best places to stay. I know the best way to get around this town. That's what we're talking about, somebody that's there with you through your journey of long-term care. That appealed to Luann. She really wanted that. Um, we also... You know, their concern was just finding quality care. Again, how do I go out and find this place? So they're watching their friends go through multiple care agencies in their home and not happy with any of them. And they're just on Google and they're calling around and they're trying to get references. And they said it's just a nightmare. So those are the kind of things. 
Um, they didn't want the issue with paying for care. Again, Lee was saying, well, what assets am I going to sell first? I have my cash. I have my savings. This is what I would use first. But if I blow through that, it's going to start getting complex. And so those were some of the issues that they had. And Lee was just looking at it from a point of view saying, look, I really just didn't think I had to worry about this. And now that I'm seeing it firsthand, I want to take a second peek at some of the options to protect myself, protect my wife, to protect my family. So here's what I found out during their situation. Like many people in their 70s, they had a lot of dead money. And what I mean by that is the dead money is your your money that's in the bonds, your money in your CDs, your money in your savings. I'm 70 years old now. I can't have 100% of my money in equities. Most advisors aren't going to do that because they're going to get sued if something goes wrong. And so what do they do? They end up moving money to bonds. They move money, safe money, so to speak. Well, the problem with that is bonds are dead money right now. If interest rates go up, the value of your bonds go down. You can hold your 10-year treasuries or your 20-year or your 30-year bonds and get the interest rate on them and not lose any money. But if you need to sell that money, which most people do to live on along the way, the value of those bonds can actually go down. Lee and Luann actually had quite a bit of money in savings and cash because they just they, they didn't see the point of having a lot of money in investments and bonds at this stage in their life. They had worked hard for their money. They were more worried about preserving what they had. So they did not have pension. They were relying on Social Security and some business income that they had for a living. They wanted to be able to pass that business on to a family. They did not want to have to sell that business to generate income should they end up in an extended health care situation. They wanted to help their kids with college. That was another goal of theirs or their grandkids, I'm sorry. And they wanted to age in place for as long as possible. They wanted to be able to receive care in their home if that was appropriate. They were also well aware that they may have to move to an assisted living facility or a continuing care retirement center. Some, you know, maybe even end up in a nursing home. They were aware of that, but they wanted to stay in home for as long as possible. So that's what we found out during the conversation. So looking through all their assets, what Lee really said is I said, look, you know, at age 70 and 72 right now, we don't have a lot of pay as you go options. On the asset base, it's going to be a single deposit, a one and done. We can fund it with retirement accounts. We can fund it with cash. Lee said, I would rather use my cash at this point. I've got, you know, a lot of cash actually sitting in CDs and money market accounts that I'm not really earmarked for anything else except for a rainy day. So that's what we did. We looked at those resources. And what we ended up doing, instead of coming up with an amount of money to deposit, we looked at the benefits that they wanted. So we came up with a plan that's going to provide each of them with $10,000 a month, $120,000 a year for an unlimited amount of time. Now, is that enough money to pay for care? Right now, it's going to pay for, you know, that'll pay for a nursing home, which is going to be at the expensive end, but it's going to pay for, you know, assisted living and everything. If they're both on claim, they would have $20,000 a month. That will deteriorate over time. But what Lee was really worried about is saying, I'm not going to run out of money. I just want a reliable source of money coming in, and I want a reliable source of service. And that's that was what Luann really wanted. I want that team of professionals with me for as long as I need. So we gave them the lifetime benefit, $120,000 a year per person or 240000 a year if they were both on claim. Again, tax-free. Long-term care benefits come back to them tax-free. We funded this with a single deposit of $426,000. Now, again, you're saying, gosh, $426,000. But again, this is what Rick Edelman's saying. If you're wealthy, you don't need to worry about long-term care. These people had the money. They were able to reposition it from one pocket into another pocket. This is still their money. In fact, if they live or they die and they never use long-term care, the bottom line for them is $500,000 is going to come back to the estate tax-free. So if they actually die in a car crash tomorrow, $500,000 is paid back to the estate tax-free. They're going to get more money out of this plan guaranteed either way. If they go on claim and one of them goes on claim for just two years, and let's say they use $250,000, well, the five hundred dollars 250 is $250,000, so the estate gets $250,000 back tax-free. So they will always get $500,000 back in either long-term care insurance, tax-free death benefit, or a combination of both. This provides a comprehensive level of care, which means it provides care at home in assisted living, adult family homes, continuing care retirement centers, special memory clinics, nursing homes, hospice centers. The point is it's not a location. It's going to follow them so they are in good shape that way. 
There's a zero-day waiting period for this benefit, which means if they start their care journey in home, which is what they want, zero-day waiting period. They'll start receiving that $10,000 a month right away. They also get to pull $20,000 out of this plan for caregiver training. So that's going to help a family member, a child or a spouse that maybe needs to take a class on Alzheimer's or they need to learn how to handle some medication so they can be there at night or whatever it is. You can take a class. They will pay up to 20000 for caregiver training. They will also pay $20,000 for home improvement, including medical equipment. So you have the stroke, you need an access ramp, you need some grab handles, you need an adjustable bed, you need an intravenous pump, you need a stair lift, whatever it is, you can pull $20,000 out to pay for those things, and you still get your $10,000 a month. So again, just a wonderful plan, $426,000 in, they're going to get $500,000 back, folks. That's what I mean. That's why the wealthy don't understand how these plans work, because People like Rick Edelman say, well, long-term care insurance is too expensive. You don't need to worry about it. And if you got enough money, you, do, you, you don't have to worry about it. Well, guess what? Luann, if her husband has a stroke, she's going to call an 800 number or she's going to call me and I'm going to call that 800 number and we're going to get the concierge service turned on, which means we're going to assign somebody to her. She will have one point of contact for her entire journey of long-term care. They will help her with case management. They will help get the plan of care from the doctor. They will help with the care coordination, making sure if you need physical therapy and light housework,ing and all these things that they're going to coordinate that care on your schedule, and they're going to make sure that you're getting the level of care that you deserve and you want. They don't dictate who you get care from. They help you find the best people for your situation. That's all included. So wonderful plan, and again, Go back to the very beginning. If you're wealthy, you don't need to worry about it. Well, think of what this does for the people. They can call one number now, and they don't have to worry about trying to figure this out. Without this plan, what does Luann do if Lee has the stroke? What does she do? She, she, she's, you know, yeah, she's got money, but that doesn't solve the problem. She has to figure it out on her own. So, look at the value proposition on all insurance. We don't buy it because insurance, because we don't have the money and we don't avoid insurance because we have money. Long-term care is no different. Um, stick around. I got a great question of the week from Brandon um, here in Seattle about this Washington State Trust Act. Boy, it's heating up out here in the, the West Coast. And I'm going to get to that question. And uh, we'll just talk a little bit about some options to get out of that. We'll be right back to Long-Term Care Radio. Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, providing valuable insight to protect you in the event of an extended health care situation. Learn more by attending one of Brian's free classes this month. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Have you heard? Beginning next year, all W-2 employees will be taxed for long-term care, but not if you have an existing plan in place. The new government program will make Washington State employees pay for a long-term care plan through a new payroll tax. You won't have a choice, and you won't be able to opt out unless you have an existing plan in place, like my wife and I do through 525 Advisors. Learn about this new payroll tax and new long-term care plans by attending a free live webinar Wednesday, April 14th. I'll be joined right after my show and if you can't attend there's also another one saturday april 17th at 9 a.m long-term care is such an important part of your retirement planning a good long-term care plan from 525 advisors can make sure your care is funded and managed when you need it protecting your loved ones and everything you've worked so hard for they also have plans that pay you back if you never need it so join me at 3 p.m wednesday april 14th for a free live webinar there's also another one saturday april 17th register now at 525longtermcare.com For the most options, including new plans that protect you and your loved ones and pay you back if you never use them, visit 525longtermcare.com to learn more and sign up for the next live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Hey, it's Story Monson with Zach Abraham, Chief Investment Officer at Bulwark Capital. And Zach, recently one of the largest investment banks in the country, finally published research showing why a 60-40 stock bond portfolio is outdated. This is something you've been talking about on Know Your Risk Radio for years. Now they're jumping on the bandwagon. Dory, it certainly feels that way. This research shows exactly what we've been telling people for years now. Using bonds as the safe portion of your portfolio is a serious gamble. And now is not the time to be gambling your retirement. With Bulwark's bond replacement strategy, we'll show you how to protect your portfolio against loss, but still grow your assets. We teach you exactly how to do it in our free booklet, Common Sense Investing. Call Zach right now to get your free copy of Common Sense Investing. 
Call 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client service agreement where the firm is licensed to conduct business. Bulwark Capital is a DBA of Clear Creek Financial Management, a registered investment advisor. Staying in control of your care options is a better alternative than letting the government decide for you. Welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long-term care planning specialist with 525 Advisors. And welcome back, and thanks again for tuning in to Long-Term Care Radio and the Long-Term Care Radio podcast. If you're new and you missed part of this show, um, we are, you can just get our podcast on our website, or you can get them on, um, um, ask your smart speaker to play them, you can get them on um, uh, iTunes, just all over the place. We're actually live on the air in the Seattle market, um, 8 o'clock on Cairo Radio, 9 o'clock on KVI Radio, and noon on, I'm sorry, 1 o'clock on KTTH. That's all on Saturdays, and then Sundays we're on at noon again on KVI. So that's our live broadcast, and then the podcasts are available through our website. And again, we're bringing this information to you just to give you some education and help you understand you know, the, the, the situation, what long-term care really is, because again, so many people including advisors and CPAs and attorneys, just think it's a money issue. And, folks, I'm here to tell you it is not a money issue. It's a matter. There's so much more to it. The the long-term care situations can be very complex, and especially if you're dealing with someone with a cognitive impairment or, you know, a very uh, severe stroke on a physical impairment. Those require two different skill sets to provide that care. And so having a good insurance plan is going to bring those resources to you and help you and your family in a time of need. That's really what it does. And again, some of these new plans, like our client of the week, I get so amped up on that because who want to do that? I mean, for a wealthy person, they're saying, well, I've got a half million dollars sitting in cash and CDs and money markets anyway. I'm going to deposit with the insurance company. I'm going to get all that money back or a little bit more if I don't use it. But if I do need care, now I have this wonderful program and this wonderful access to a team of professionals that are going to help and guide me. And, you know, we turned two of those claims on last year for our clients through this same company that I just talked about on the client of the week. And, you know, we got calls from the kids saying, thank you. Um, I, I can't believe dad did this for us. It's just it's a wonderful feeling for us. And it's something that I think everybody that gets these plans, they understand. If you read the reviews on our website at 525longtermcare.com, you'll see the underlying theme is there is people are just relieved because they know just like if your house burns down, you're not on your own. You can call somebody and they're going to come out and help you fix the situation help you correct that situation. That's exactly what these long-term care plans do today. They're just absolutely wonderful. So Washington State has passed the Long-Term Care Trust Act, or LTSS, Long-Term Care Services and Support Act. Uh, We're waiting for the final bill to come out, but the bottom line is you've heard me talk about this. It's a payroll tax starting January of 2022. It's going to be a tax on everybody. And I think the... um, the downside is for people, they're going to be blindsided by this. They're not going to realize that it. it's going to be a 0.58% payroll tax on every dollar you earn. There's no cap on income. So for the high wage earners, the people making six figures plus, they are just going to get lopped on this and it's, they're going to continue to pay for it. And if you move out of the state, you don't get the benefit. You don't own this plan. Um, the triggers are different than long-term care and the benefits $100 a day for a year max right now. That's the benefit that they're going to give out. So I got a question from Brandon in Seattle. He said, what is the cheapest plan I can get to avoid paying the new long-term care tax in Washington State? And folks, we've been getting a lot of those calls, obviously. You know, oh, my gosh, now i got to get long-term care. And, and, and the thing is, I look at it, and I understand, you don't want to pay the tax. But what you have to understand is what the state is really saying is that long-term care is a problem. It's a problem all over this country. Washington State has enacted this act. Multiple states are looking at it right now, and we're going to start seeing it. It's going to be very commonplace, payroll tax to pay for long-term care services for a minute amount of coverage because this people are just getting wiped out and the states on Medicaid carry the burden. They split that burden with the federal government. And you have to look at our population and where the age is right now. we got 10,000 people a day turning 70. That's going to continue for the next 16 years. And think about that. Another decade, the survivors are going to be turning 80. So that's the baby boomer wave coming, the silver tsunami, they call it. So... Brandon's question is, how do I get out of this? Well, it depends on on your age, your sex, and your health, Brandon. So there's no short answer on this. Many plans have minimum coverage amounts also. So some carriers, like the asset-based plans, will say you've got to have at least $2,500 a month of coverage. Others are $1,500 a month. Traditional plans, I think the smallest plan you can get out there is $50 a day. 
but it's got to provide a minimum of two years of coverage. So if we look at some traditional plans, so what if you wanted something equivalent to the state? Well, I can't really do that because it has to pay for two years. The state only pays for one year. But if you took that $100 a day the state's given you and you put 3% inflation, so that's a guaranteed growth rate, which the state does not have, and you give yourself two years of coverage, a 50-year-old male is going to pay about $860 a year. A female is going to pay about $1,400 a year, and that's for a 50-year-old. If you're 40, it'd be less. If you're 60, it'd be a little bit more. But that, again, is double the coverage that the state is giving. Um you can also add some riders on there where you would get 80% of those premiums back if you cancel the plan. So a lot of people are asking about that. What if I decide I don't want to keep my long-term care insurance? Well, even on traditional plans, you can still get some of that money back, 80% of it back, if you cancel, but you have to pay in for four years on those premiums. Asset-based plans, a pay-as-you-go asset-based plan, for instance, I've got a carrier, their minimum benefit is $2,500 a month. You don't have to have inflation on it, but you have to have two years of coverage. So you'd have a $60,000 bucket of money. You'd have a $60,000 death benefit. That premium would cost you about $4,500 a year. That's on a 10 pay, by the way. That means you'd only have to pay that premium for 10 years. But if you canceled after five years, you would get 100% of your money back on that example. So again, another option where you can do that. And if you just, hey, what if I just have a lump sum of money and I want to buy a long-term care plan and not pay the tax and not have any premiums? Well, our minimum plan on that would be about $35,000. So you would deposit $35,000 into the insurance company. It would provide you fourteen fifty-eight a month, $1,458 of long-term care insurance for six years. And you'd get 100% of your money back guaranteed after 10 years. But most of these are earning interest. And the cost of the insurance is less than the interest, especially for a 50-year-old or a 40-year-old or even a 60-year-old at this point. So you might get 100% of your money back after two or three years if you cancel the plan. So you could just come in with a $35,000 deposit, walk away. Technically, you would have long-term care insurance. You would be able to opt out. So that's not really what we do here. That's not what we sell. But I thought it was a good question because the the fact is about 60 to 70% based on the, the consultants that, that talked to the state said 60 to 70% of the employees can get better coverage through a private insurance option and own that policy for less money than they're going to get taxed on their income. So keep that in mind. So great question. And if you have a question for us, just shoot it through at 525longtermcare.com. Uh, you've burned another week with us. Again, two classes coming up in April on the 14th. That's a Wednesday at 3 o'clock. And on, on the 17th, that's Saturday at 9 a.m. Sign up for free at 525longtermcare.com. We'll be back next week. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Off. Event info, planning resources, and long-term care radio podcasts can all be found at 525longtermcare.com. To schedule an appointment with Brian Ott, call 425-748-8188. That's 425-748-8188.